This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Alan Weiss, Vice President and Chief Medical Information Officer at Baycare Health System. Dr. Weiss, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Now, I know we have a lot to talk about. There's so much happening and changing in healthcare, and certainly I'm excited to learn more about what you're planning for Baycare in the next year. But before we dive into those questions, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. So I... I have a sort of a different background than a lot of people in my position. I, I actually have a computer science undergraduate degree. It's actually computer science and philosophy from uh, the University of Michigan and went and did work in the pharmaceutical uh, industry, basically helping to create databases for drug approvals and analyze those databases for the FDA and for medical journals. And after I worked there for several years, I turned around and got an MBA with a focus both in healthcare management and the management of information systems. And finally, um, got so interested in medicine through working in the pharmaceutical industry that I decided to, to take the plunge. I became a, went to medical school, did my uh, residency in internal medicine at the Johns Hopkins Bayview Medical Center, and returned to um, Cleveland, Ohio, which is where I'm from, to work at the Cleveland Clinic for about 10 years. I was a practicing physician there, but I also helped out with informatics. I had uh, worked in business informatics. I had a, a number of different positions. In addition to seeing patients, I was also teaching both medical students and residents, and uh, doing a and, and I was the ward attending as well. So a lot of different things that I did at the Cleveland Clinic. It was a lot of fun and, and certainly a, a growth career. I, I ended up m- moving from uh, the Cleveland Clinic to Los Angeles, where I was. The, uh, the physician in charge of their EPIC rollout on the inpatient side, and I, that goes back a ways, but spent several years there helping them develop their EPIC implementation before moving on to Memorial Hermann at, uh, or in Houston, Texas, which is where my wife is from. And we spent about five years there as their ambulatory chief medical information officer working on a variety of different EHRs including GE Centricity, uh, eClinical Works, and uh, also Cerner while I was there. And I had a very interesting time there. It was very interesting. Tried to figure out how we could encode uh, quality into the, the EHR and, and also help out with efficiency issues. Uh, I, five years ago, I, I moved here to Tampa, Florida, which is uh, you know, where, I'm, where I'm located now. I'm the, the chief medical information officer for the Baycare Health System here. And Baycare is the largest healthcare provider in Tampa, and we um, uh, we like to say that quality is our true north, and uh, that's essentially my background. Well, that's fantastic to hear, and what amazing experiences you've had throughout your career, whether your early career, um, you know, in computer science, in, in doing um, several different aspects of healthcare, and then jumping into um, you know, practicing medicine and being in so many different places and, and then to um, heading up on the medical side an EHR rollout. I can imagine you've just seen so many things um, coming through the system and now looking ahead, it, you know, a, a completely different healthcare system um, is evolving. So I'm excited to hear about that. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's been a really amazing experience. And, uh, you know, sometimes I could say it hasn't been as much fun as it sounds, but it, it's been Certainly a, a very interesting learning experience as, as I've gone through different healthcare systems and had different varieties of uh, projects and experiences throughout the course of my career. 
Absolutely. Well, you know, now looking ahead, what are some of the biggest issues that you're following taking you into the next 12 months? Um, what's kind of top of mind for you? Well, what's always top of mind for me is the electronic health record and how we can try to make it better than what it currently is. I mean, it's, it's always an optimization adventure for us. And, and for us, it comes down to how, how can we collect the data that's more clinically appropriate, more more clinically accurate, and serve it up to the physicians in a way that allows them to make better healthcare decisions. It also involves figuring out how we can help our, our entire team write documents in an easier way, organize them so you can find them easier, and the, the same with orders. Um, you know, how, how do you make it easier for, for people to find the orders that are needed and then display the orders in a concise um, consistent manner so that people can carry them out in, in a way that makes sense. Part of those optimization efforts also involve ways of trying to embed evidence-based medicine into the work that people are doing and uh, also to help us, in, as, like, like other healthcare systems, we're trying to do a care transformation project where we both reduce the cost of healthcare and improve the efficiency. So a lot of different projects out there, a lot of uh, interesting projects on the EHR front. In, in addition to that, I, I tell you, we certainly are working very diligently on a, a number of AI initiatives, and I can give more details on that later on, um, trying to, to figure out how we, we, like many other healthcare systems, uh, are, are trying to, to uh, uh, you know, address what is now a, a very transformative type of technology in healthcare. Um, I would finally say that, that certainly part of our efficiency issues, part of our EHR issues, involve our nurses. We are very deeply involved with trying to figure out how we make nurses more efficient. And uh, once again, it's, it's all about trying to figure out how to display information for our nurses in a better way, cut down on the tasks that they have, and improve the work that they do. I mean, so it's a lot of, a lot of effort all throughout. That's amazing to hear. And certainly so important, as you said, in looking at the current environment, making sure that, you know, you're leveraging technology in the EHR to optimize everything you can um, to support the workforce in operational efficiency while also cutting costs where it makes sense and being more efficient and effective in that way. And I appreciate you sharing all these examples because I think it's certainly, um, you know, so many different projects can come across your desk and yet they all kind of seem to dovetail into having the same mission or, or driving forward the a similar strategy and mission throughout the health system. Exactly, exactly. So um, given everything we just talked about, what are some of the things you're most excited about right now and what makes you nervous? True. Um I'm I'm very excited um, about the promise of AI. I, I think there's just so much that you could be doing with AI right now. I, I, I'm very excited by uh, by its potential and possibility. Um, we are in the process of doing some of the ambient listening uh, of pilots right now and, and trying to figure out how we're going to approach this. Uh, we're having lots of discussions about how you use generative AI in medicine. Those are just a couple of, of things that, that excite me and make me very interested. I mean, I, it's fascinating to me. Um, I, I get uh, very excited just by the efficiency of what we can do with the EHR. One of the things that we're doing as another example is we're automating tasks using the EHR. So we're literally taking millions of things that 
physicians and their staff would be doing, and we are instead um, pushing that into the EHR and letting it be done automatically. That's improving reimbursement. It's improving quality. It's improving safety. So we're very excited by that kind of work. It's really it's, it's fantastic. Um, so I'm, I'm very, very excited by all of these things. The things that, that scare me, um, I get a little scared by AI, and I, I'm probably not the only one. There's, there's all kinds of biases that AI has been known to have. And, and I, I would tell you that, that one of the things that we're finding is that uh, some of the AI companies out there that say that they're doing AI are probably not doing AI as much as they're doing um, some advanced logic you know, AI by itself of a, a system that learns on its own is, is uh, well, we're, we're just finding that a lot of uh, the companies that are saying they're doing AI really aren't. And we're not having universal success in the AI. We're finding that there's a, a lot of, of times when the, um, the, the AI isn't quite performing as to the metrics that we've created. So I, I'm, I'm worried about those, those kinds of, of efforts that are, that are out there. I, I think they're certainly worth pursuing, but they're worth pursuing with the same kind of diligence that we should have for any kind of healthcare system or any kind of application, uh, making sure that we understand the implications of the system before we get into them, and, and that we make sure that we, we're, we're uh, approaching them with the, the, the right due diligence by our IS uh, colleagues. So I, I, what scares me is, is, in some ways, what also excites me. Yeah, that's such a great point. And certainly looking at artificial intelligence, it's such an early stages right now, especially within the healthcare spaces and, and applications that could really make a big difference, both clinically and operationally. From your perspective, I, I know you talked a little bit about um, some of the challenges, whether it's the biases and then, you know, jumping into um, the AI, not exactly doing um, what was anticipated or having the results that were anticipated. How do you uh, really work with your team on that, um, you know, who maybe don't necessarily understand the technology, but are skeptical and are seeing some of these challenges as validating that and, and thinking that, you know, potentially um, having creating more questions than answers amongst team members? Um, is that something you're seeing or have people been pretty quick to embrace the change and understanding of the process on, you know, incorporating new technology into the healthcare space? Yeah, the, the, the problem is, and I think this this is a... A, a, probably a fundamental aspect of the excitement that we get about new technology is that the, the new technology is so fascinating. It's so interesting. And you, you read the examples of what AI can do. And let's face it, chat GPT is, it's, it's cool. There's a lot of just really interesting things that generative AI can do. And it, and it, it certainly has captured our imaginations. And, it, you know, when we start thinking about the administrative overhead that, is so uh, problemsome for people inside of medicine, the, the opportunities to have an AI to help address the issues is just amazing. So I, I think there's, there's lots of great excitement. The, the problem is that there's also a lack of understanding. And that lack of understanding and knowledge is one of the things we face on a regular basis. For instance, I mean, I, I tell you, when you start to look at, at AI, you know, we, we have, we have um, execs and we have users who come up to me and say, well, we need AI to solve, you know, to, to help us. And I, I guess the, the issue that always comes up is what we, we need to do is, is to understand what the nature of the problem is around whatever issue there is that they, they, they want AI for. 
and then decide whether or not AI is the right approach to help address the issue. I mean, AI is a tool, like many other tools that we have. I'll tell you that most of the AI that we've looked at is a very expensive tool. And that expense you know, can, can help inhibit the notion of it being adopted or, uh, by our organization. I think we have to be very careful. Um, when I start to talk to users about all of the issues that are out there, there's, um, there's almost a hesitancy for me to actually make those kinds of statements. You know, there's so many people that just want to plow ahead without thinking about the, uh, the dangers and the issues that are out there. I think we, we have to approach AI with caution, with some notion that we have to you know, pr make sure that it's proven, and we have to make sure that there are very defined metrics for its use before we, uh, before and, and as we adopt. That's such a great point. Thank you so much for sharing just your thought process there and especially how other clinicians are, are viewing AI and, and technology integration in general. Now, I, we've talked about a lot of different changes within the healthcare space and how it's evolving so rapidly. What do you think is going to be the most effective thing healthcare will need to be successful over the next two to three years? What should leaders do and understand and what will they need to do um, to make sure that their organizations are successful? So I, I would tell you that, that when I start to talk to my colleagues uh, around the, 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 uh, the country, a lot of them are facing the same kind of things that we're facing. There's um, uh, revenue challenges. And I, I think a, a lot of healthcare organizations have since, uh, since COVID, they, they've, they've really had to um, rethink of how they can reduce costs, improve quality and do so in a way that uh, can, can somehow promise all of this at a lower cost. And I think that those, those issues are paramount to a lot of the organizations and, and a lot of people. I, I do think there's going to be a continual uh, focus on how do we improve the quality of the work that we provide. Uh, I'm just seeing that more and more often as, as I talk to people, those quality initiatives are becoming, you know, it, it, it's not like they weren't um, you know, prevalent beforehand, but they're, they're becoming even more important and the use of the EHR and other clinical tools to help in the process of delivering care, it's becoming more and more, um, you know, more and more of a project, more of a learning issue. So I, I think that's something that, that you'll see more of as time goes on. Um, I would also say that when I, I start to, to think about the, um, the issues and projects that people start to, to work on, I, I do think that we are going to see more and more integration across the healthcare system and the healthcare environment. That, that integration, what I mean by that is, is more ways of integrating data and operations uh, about patients and making it into a more wholesome approach to patient care. I think we're going to find that the data that patients have and collect on their everyday lives are going to start to impact the way that we treat patients. And I think you're going to see more wearables in the system. I think you're going to see patient reported outcomes will start to drive the way we, we uh, handle care. So I, I think that's all there. Um, I, I would also tell you that digital transformation continues to be an issue that we start to work on. So that a lot of different facilities that we have within the healthcare system, I think are gonna be 
be produced or will be evaluated in such a way that uh, they'll, they'll move to digital tools. That's fascinating to hear. Dr. Weiss, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been such a fun and fascinating conversation, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Sounds good. Thank you very much. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.